morning, it's Thursday morning, good to see you, <laughs> I hope you're well, really glad you're here to spend these few moments with us as we go through the book of Hebrews, a few, day, a few verses at a time, really, I was saying yesterday, really holy ground, it's, uh, very, it's, very, it's really uh, quite precious truths have been taught here that we don't often get time to linger on, to give us a real sense of wonder what Jesus has done for us taking those Old Testament images and which had great meaning in themselves the sacrificial lambs and so on and the priests and making our way into the presence of the Lord opening up bringing us as it were to make it to God's presence and showing us how superior the new covenant is well now this morning we're in chapter 9 and I think we're around about verse 13 and we're, the writer now wants to show us yes the the, the, the uh, um, the, the new covenant is superior to the old covenant. It's, it's written on the heart instead of on blocks of stone. And now he's going to show us how the, the, the offering that Jesus made, how superior that was and is to what the priests would offer in the Old Testament. So here we go. We're in, in verse 13. Lord, speak to us again this morning. Things hard to understand. Warm our hearts. Do us good. Pray, feed us on your living word today I pray in Jesus name Amen okay so he's going on to show how superior the off Jesus offering of his, of his life was to that of a lamb, a goat, whatever in the old covenant so here we go I'll go from verse 11 actually when Christ came as high priest of the good things that are now already here he went through the greater and more perfect tabernacle we speak about that yesterday not made with human hands he didn't enter the, by the means of the blood of goats and calves he entered the most holy place once for all by his own blood so obtaining eternal redemption so now we're moving on the blood of goats and bulls and, and the ashes of a heifer blood of goats and, goats and bulls that speaks about the day of atonement blood of goats taken into the Holy of Holies once a year poured on the uh, the um, on top of the, the the Ark of the Covenant the atonement covering um, covering the law the laws inside the blood poured on the top as it were covering the demands of the, the law okay um, the blood of goats and ashes and bulls and the ashes of heifer sprinkled on those who are ceremonially unclean sanctify them so they're outwardly clean how much more then will the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God cleanse our consciences from acts that lead to death so we may serve the living God let me unpack a bit of that how much more the blood of Christ blood speaks of a life poured out that's why we, we often speak about the, the blood of Jesus that's when we take the, the, bre the, the, the bread and the wine in communion the blood it's a, it's, the imagery is a life poured out and so here the blood of goats were used in the old, was used on the day of atonement in the Old Testament how much more the blood of Christ his life poured out. That's the first thing we see there. Who through the eternal spirit offered himself. Now, in other words, there's something else going on here. It's um, there's something of great significance. It's, it's, 
think spirit here, it's, in one sense, it's speaking about, about Jesus. It's, it's speaking about, about him pledging um, the offering of his life. And I think it's also um, referring to the Holy Spirit. There's something here of, of, of the Trinity. The, it's a, there's, there's, a, there's an act here of the, of the Trinity. There's something going on here that's, that, that, that's going to bring us back to, to God. So the eternal spirit, this isn't just a momentary thing. It's not just something once a year, something planned by God before eternity. And it has eternal significance for us. Okay. So it's the life of Jesus, but the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God. Do you see the Trinity is somehow here that fullness of God is involved in this in bringing us home bringing us back pretty special isn't it but here's something even something really wonderful on the back of that to not just to make us ceremonially clean to cleanse our consciences from acts that lead to death we don't have to be troubled by a, a guilty conscience anymore <laughs> isn't that lovely um, Satan can come along with his accusations and we don't have to be troubled by them. He can tell us, he can perhaps try and remind us of things that are lying in the past and we can say, no, cleanse from a guilty conscience by the blood of the Lord Jesus. Isn't that absolutely beautiful? Goodness me, conscience cleanse, conscience clear thinking of the Jews people or even Paul I mean, I'm thinking of actually Martin Luther he he you know he, he was a very zealous monk he tried very very he went he went to the most most sort of demanding um, uh, monasteries that got putting himself through it to try and find peace with God before the eyes of his heart were open justified by faith in Christ isn't that lovely? Cleanse conscience. <laughs> oh. What does it say? So that we may serve the living God. That's the point. That, that, that this is the heart of what it means to be a Christian. We've been purchased. Our fellowship with, 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 with God has been restored. The Trinity were involved. Blood of Christ through the eternal spirit presented offering unblemished to God to cleanse our consciences to give us a clear conscience open access so that we may serve the living God that's what we live for now if you've really understood what it means to be a Christian a Christ one what Jesus has done for you and for me folks how can we not but say Lord I want to follow Lord Jesus I want to follow you I want to live for you. That's, that's what a disciple is. We're, we're, I'm, I'm following you now, Lord. It's no longer I who live. It's Christ who lives in me. The life I now live, I live, not, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So that we may serve the living God. For this reason, Christ, the mediator of a new covenant, that those who are called... May receive the promised eternal inheritance. 
that beautiful? Now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. Sins that the Ten Commandments highlight. We've been set free from those things. To be set free. Isn't that lovely? That's the privilege of the way of where we are now. And I just want to, perhaps I'll just finish with that, that, those, that, those words there this morning. That, all these things, so that we may serve the living God. We belong to him now. Bought at a, with a high price. We belong to live for his glory, don't we? Wherever we are, whatever we're doing, wherever you're going today, go there for the glory of God. Go there just to, to be a blessing for the Lord. Lord, we are yours. Thank you for the joy of belonging to you. The price you paid to bring us home, to bring us back, to cleanse us from guilty conscience. Oh, what a joy. What a, what a relief that we may serve you. And Lord, I pray today that perhaps some suffering from guilty conscience, feeling condemned. Oh, I pray today that these words will just make all the difference. You know how to cleanse us from a guilty conscience. You gave your life for us, Lord Jesus, to cleanse us from a guilty conscience. Bring us back to yourself so we can live for you. Lord, I want to glorify you today wherever we go. Lord, I pray, give us grace to do that and enjoy fellowship with you on the way. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. You've been ever so patient living with me through this week. Not the easiest, but very rich, rich, rich fare that we find here in Hebrews. See you again tomorrow. Bye now.